Zero hours. Catherine Mather. Ow! Zero hours. And welcome to Zero Hours Podcast with me, Catherine Mather, where I talk to comedians and other creatives about the best and worst jobs that they've had to do to get by. Today I am joined by comedian, finance professional and grandfather of the comedy world, Sean Patrick. Hello. Hello. Sorry, I thought I'd throw an insult in early days. Yes, yeah. For a laugh. Yeah, the grandfather, that was the insult. That it? was yeah. the insult, yeah, no, not yeah. a finance professional. No. That, that is actually a job. It is actually, yeah, it's a real job. Yes. People do that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you do. I so. do, yes. Yeah, so that's great. Uh, I mean, let's let's get uh, right down to what the people paid for. Sure. Um, what What is your worst job? I'm, I'm still struggling to decide. Um <laughs> so many. But many, many jobs, yeah. And my first job was... I was a Saturday boy in a travel agent, nice. and I was paid £10 a day, which in those days was shit, <laughs> <laughs> but all I had to do was make tea and put rubber stamps on brochures. No, that's not so bad. So it wasn't so bad. And then I moved on to a much higher paid job in Superdrug in Canterbury, mm. where I had special responsibilities for nappies cotton wool and sanitary towels love it that's very nice so that was always good when friends from school visited yeah and then afterwards because it was a saturday job i'd go and uh, eat in mcdonald's love and it. wash my hair in their sink oh why <laughs> why didn't you do it because i was going home? straight down oh okay fair enough. it was i was too far away to go home but... how dirty were you getting at work Not at very, <laughs> <laughs> quite dirty. i was a dusty job and i <laughs> Those nappy sure got dusted. <laughs> I remember being in Superdrug. I got on my lunch break um, mm. when I worked in this cafe. And because I was wearing all black, this guy had clearly thought that I worked there. Yes. And he came up to me with this list that his wife had clearly written. <laughs> and he was so embarrassed when he came over and was like, excuse me, have you got any of these? And he opened this piece of paper and just said, like, Tampax on it. <laughs> and I said, ah, sorry, mate, I don't work here. And he nearly melted oh, out of shame. That's, well, I could have helped him. Yeah, I knew exactly. exactly whether I knew which sizes. I knew what we had in stock. <laughs> Finally, the going, works. Hang on, mate. In about 10 years, I'm going to make friends with a guy called Sean. <laughs> yeah, and he will sort you out. Yeah. Big time. <laughs> yeah, with the Canterbury branch. Yeah, which yeah. is nowhere near here. No. And also, I imagine even then you weren't working in Superdrug two no. years ago. No, I wasn't, thankfully. Yeah, no, so. moved on. There we go. Was, yeah. it, was it a good earner, Superdrug? It was a good earner. I mean, it was, you know, about three times as much as the travel agents. £30 a day. <laughs> yeah, at the time it was all right. <laughs> and then um, I'd go out and spend all about in a pub. Yeah. And then repeat. Yeah. There. To be fair, that's what a Saturday job's for, though, isn't it? Cause yeah. It's not like you've got rent. No, no, exactly. It was, it was for pocket money. It, it fulfilled its purpose. Yeah. Do it's, you feel like you got, uh, like, uh, relevant life experience from uh, the travel lodge and... Uh, not the travel <laughs> lodge. <laughs> the travel, <laughs> the travel agent. agent and, uh, and super drugs. In the sense, I think now I can make quite a good cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Yeah, and um, and I know about women's sanitary products, so yeah. I would never be that man, for example. Yeah. Any well, partner could say to me, can you go and get these for me, Sean? Mm. And I would say, yes, I'd have no problem with that. Yeah. Unashamedly. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> or nappies. Yeah. You could do that as well. Yeah. 
Good. That's uh, isn't it, you know, it's just a fact of life, isn't it? I suppose. And I mean, I was pretty bad at that job as well. I was just very slow. Uh, but then also, if you're a teenager, there's yeah. nothing uh, trying to. There's nothing, no reason for you to give a shit, is there? No. Another thing that was quite boring is sometimes you'd have to go on the till mm. and to make time pass. And also because you had to cash the till up at the end of the day. So you had to count everything. Mm. So I'd try and get rid of like all my pennies. And you get to the stage where you're just lying to people and say, no, I haven't got any change. Because <laughs> <laughs> that would mean breaking. And so I'd yeah. do that as well because, again, it's very boring. Yeah. Got to make your own entertainment. Games. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he made his own entertainment. Yeah, pissing yeah. off strangers. Yeah. yeah. Did he get a staff discount at the travel agent? As a travel agent, yeah. no. As super drug, yes. Oh, okay. How much is there? Then it was fifteen percent, and it also wow. applied to Woolworths. Oh my god! <laughs> Not so much use now. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> and at Christmas, all the girls got a box of chocolates. Yeah. And I got, I think. An old spice gift set. Oh well, that's kind. But I would have preferred the chocolates, but I, yeah. I gave it to my granddad. So that was one present off the list. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but that's so. Was it boys got stuff to stop them smelling and girls got chocolate? Pretty much. They thought that. In the, they thought probably that the boys would think the chocolates were a bit puffy, <laughs> as, as we said at the time. Yeah. But I would have. I'd have thought the chocolates were delicious. Yeah, how is chocolate effeminate? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. When was this? When was it? Was, it was not that, well, it was that long ago. It was, um, it was the uh, 80s, 90s, early 90s. Oh, okay then. So that was when I was born. born. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So much has changed. Yeah, in 25 yeah. years. We made these steps for you. We... Yeah, well, thank you. That's all I, right. I do appreciate it. That's no, right. Um, may, may your work buy you chocolate and it not be gay. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was. Do you want me to carry on? I yeah, yeah, ramble. Yeah. I was very lucky while I was at university because there were still grants then. But mm-hmm. I didn't really have to work. Yeah. So and I was quite a swat. So in the holidays, I just used to swat. Yeah, because you went to a shitty little uni, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Those old. Yeah. Little ones. Yeah. yeah. Those old ones made out of red brick. Yeah. Yeah. Or stone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember someone there actually using red brick as an insult. It was that sort of place. Yeah, that was beneath. Yeah. What? Yeah. Is that? I thought that was the fancy ones, red brick. No, this. Well, it is, unless you're at the one the ones that's even more fancy than the red brick ones, like Oxford or Cambridge. That's the ones. Yeah. I see. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what my uni was then. Concrete. Yeah, shit. <laughs> I would. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. You're at I did have a job one summer, and I was I drove a florist's delivery van. Oh, okay. And it was a little model vintage van, and all I had to yeah. do was drive around the countryside taking people flowers. Oh. That was quite nice. Yeah. Again, I was quite rubbish at that. Um, <laughs> How? Well, I used to get lost a oh, lot. Okay. And I did take it. It had these boards on top mm. uh, saying Castle Street Florists. Yeah. And I took that into a multi-storey car park and <laughs> <laughs> the boards did not survive. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> was it taken out of your way? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, kind employers. Yeah. yeah. But I was ridiculed by the other staff. <laughs> that was the permanent 
Yeah. In many ways, it would have been better if they did. Yeah, and the complete lack of trust and respect <laughs> thereafter. <laughs> but no monetary penalty. Yeah. But also, because it was such a jaunty little van, all these people would look, stop and look as you went past. Yeah. And I'd kid myself they were looking at me. And then at the end of the day, I'd drive home and wonder why... Mm-hmm. loads of young women weren't looking at me anymore oh. it was because I'd a Renault 9 <laughs> instead, of a, instead of a little delivery van brutal yeah yeah. I suffered you know yeah I'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> that was when student life was really tough yeah 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 <laughs> I remember one time um, someone bringing flowers down the drive and my uh, for you the party. no my mum got really oh. excited because she was like oh my god Stuart you shouldn't have yeah uh, and they were for next door and oh. they weren't in <laughs> oh um yeah sorry mum but that was really funny um, never for you uh no I think Josh has got me flowers yeah um but you know didn't have them delivered no no was, well I mean they were delivered but by him like, yeah um, that's fair enough uh yeah you know so there you go. Other bad jobs. Other bad jobs. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, once I, once I became a functioning alcoholic, yeah. the bad well jobs. Done. Congratulations. Thank you. The <laughs> bad jobs really mounted up. Yeah. Was, was the job itself bad or were you bad? Well, both. Both okay. in a way. Because obviously, so what happened was I, I was a functioning alcoholic and I moved to London. Mm-hmm. And my friend said, well, the best way to get a job is to go be a temp. So mm-hmm. you go to the agencies on Victoria Street and you get to temp in the civil service. Yeah. And so I started doing that and I was reasonably good at the work. Mm. But it's all very, it was all very low level. Mm. And that meant, in fact, once they, they upgraded me and they said, we can't give you any more money, but at least you won't be bored. Yeah. <laughs> but then even that's a bit low level. So then there's nothing to stop you from getting hammered during your lunch break. No. <laughs> So, I mean, that job, I, I lost finally when I fell asleep at my desk uh, after a two-hour lunch meeting an imaginary friend. Yeah. And um, I got another job where I just had to make sticky labels for the edge of shelves at the passport office. So. <laughs> How do you do that? You had a little machine and you typed in, <laughs> like the sort of thing you get in an Argos catalogue, they have uh, one of those. I thought that you meant you were making the sticky label itself. Oh, no, no. You're just typing them in and not oh. making any mistakes. That was the job. <laughs> so if you can spell and have fingers, yeah, <laughs> you were qualified. And you, you did? I had both of those things, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also that means you're sitting around with not much to do. And yeah. again, you know, you're waiting for lunch hour and then you get hammered. Yeah. yeah. And then start making spelling mistakes, I imagine. No. No. Just, just stop going in because you've got a hangover. Ah, that, that, yeah, fair enough. And the, the worst one of those, I think, was I had a, a job working for what Silverlink Rail, which is, is now part of the overground. It goes through Camden Road. Yeah. At the time, it was a railway company. And they had so many complaints about their shit service. Mm. I'm, I'm allowed to use blue language, I'm guessing. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. So many complaints about their shit service that they got me in specially to type <laughs> up the letters to send to the people. Uh, did it just have like a line, you know, it was like, dear, and then you just type whoever? Well, no, that was it. He'd recorded the wed may paragraph and yeah. he'd dictate these <laughs> and I would then listen to his dictation and type them up. Really? Yeah. For every individual person? Yeah, well, you know, there was a bit of copying and pasting. Yeah. But essentially, I was the expert in Word. Yeah. And I didn't know much about Word, but I knew more <laughs> than them. 
And one particularly, or two particularly awful days, actually, once because customers would then come and complain, mm-hmm. and he was shit scared and had to hide in the office, which is on the <laughs> on the Camden Road train platform. Yeah, but to hide in there from the public. And another time, we were both in there, and he just suddenly said, "I'm terribly sorry, I've passed wind," <laughs> <laughs> which was incredibly embarrassing. And then he got up and opened a window. Just fuck off. Hotboxing fast. Yeah. <laughs> I probably wouldn't even have noticed that was it, but it was just suddenly it was very yeah, very British. It all got very British <laughs> and cold. I imagine. Yes, oh, that's a shame. So that was quite an awful job. Yeah. So I imagine oh, that would you be sorry. like Twitter? Would you be like that guy that um, was on work experience on Twitter? Do you hear about him? No, go on. It's like Southern Rail, and mm. he was. He's about 14. And he's got like the wittiest comebacks to people's yeah. complaints. I think the last leg got him on for really? an episode to just look after their Twitter feed for a bit. I was bit. born too soon. Yeah. I could have done that. Yeah, you would have excelled. Yeah. Um, oh, one other thing there was, um, so bear in mind by now I was a fully functioning alcoholic. Mm-hmm. And eventually I lost that job again for drinking. Yeah. But in the meantime... They decided to internally recruit me to be a train controller. <laughs> what? So I passed the interview yeah. to be a train controller, and they were this close to put me in charge of scheduling yeah. trains and bringing them in and off the platform and so on. Yeah. Luckily for everyone, I didn't oh, get round to it. Was that because of the being fired incident? Or? It was actually because they were cheapskates, and they realised they'd have to pay an agency fee to make me permanent. Ah, <coughs> so they yeah. decided not to. But then shortly after that, I lost my job yeah. drinking Guinness. I love it. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's kind of fair. Well, in it, no, well, was it? Is it? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Oh, I mean, fine. <laughs> fine. I remember doing a job interview, like a, a training day at a mm. theatre, and they were like, okay, so guys, one of the rules is you're not allowed to drink on your lunch hour. Mm. And a lot of people were like, what? Yeah. Oh, my God. And I, I thought that kind of goes without saying, really, doesn't I, it? It didn't used to, no. No. Damn. Yeah. But but you I, do. I get pissed really easily. It would be the worst thing. <laughs> now I used to teach English as a foreign language as well and would regularly mm. go to the pub Yeah. during the break and then come back in the afternoon, organise excursions. Yeah. Days out. Was that, Teach. <laughs> was that pre or post uh, going pro at the whole drinking thing? I was getting there, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Semi-pro. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a much more structured day and yeah. I had mates, so it was a lot more social. Right, fair enough. And the drinking was more about the evening. Yeah. But even there, you know, there trips to Dover and you just make up the commentary on I remember saying Dover looking particularly lovely in this light. <laughs> was it night time? No, it was, I don't know. I, was, I think I, I just had a wee in a phone box. So I was feeling pretty good about life. Yeah, fair enough. Another time I came to London and I showed them the wrong Nelson's column. I got lost. <laughs> what, there's another Nelson's column? Kind of. It's George what? the Fourth. It's uh, similar. Oh, is that the one by all the theatres? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's around there. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. So I'm not really a model employee. I've no. never really been. <laughs> no. Don't play this podcast at work. No. No. 
Oh, well, I mean, do. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm sober now, so the drinking is obviously out of the, out of the equation. Yeah. And I'm finally doing something I'm qualified to do. Yeah. It's just the other uh, aspects. Well, you know, I'm relentlessly public sector now, so in a lot of ways I stand out for my professionalism and, <laughs> <laughs> and can-do attitude. Fair enough. Uh, I mean, am I allowed to talk about other people? Yeah, yeah, it's okay. kind of crazy. So when I... I previously worked in a in a housing association and I had a member of staff who was a 50-year-old middle-class white woman mm. who was an active heroin user. Oh, okay. But she hadn't injected since the birth of her son. Yeah. So it was like she only smoked. Oh, okay. Fair enough then. So, you know, it was all right. So that, yeah. that's what you're up against when you're in the public sector. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose we've all got our vices. Yeah. But, you know. So, yeah. Some of us, it's, you know. Real ale, I think it's chasing the dragon. <laughs> yeah. A wagon wheel before bed, you know, yeah. we all. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Well, well, I suppose it's one of those things, isn't it? it yeah. you, if you're doing your job, fine. Well, exactly, then... yeah. Which she mainly was. Sort of. Yeah. W- was it heroin related, the reasons why she was bad at her job, or just... Not directly. It was madness related, really, oh, okay. <laughs> which may have been exacerbated, probably by heavy by, drugs use, by the skag. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that'll but do knows, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I suppose if you didn't know a pre-heroin, then yeah, yeah. Who are you to judge? Sean? Exactly. Yeah. Well, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. Good. <laughs> she yeah, she was a function a functioning addict. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you do you, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what, another thing I can say about the public sector is I've since had staff working for me, because I'm a manager and everything. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. And I've since had staff work for me that have made me kind of miss that woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought, she was she was better than you. <laughs> Why? What were they doing? Oh, one of them used to... <clears throat> everything that could go wrong did go wrong. So before I arrived, mm. he'd had... Um, Basically, it vanished because he'd had about a month off because his daughter got kidnapped or something. Damn. But then when he was coming in, he knew people would think he was lying. Yeah. So he would send me WhatsApp messages with photos of yeah. what was wrong. So I'd just get a photo <laughs> of his car wheel or, or a photo of his wife's skin condition. Oh, God. Yeah. And this is why I can't come in. My wife's got this. And then he'd come in and he'd be useless. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it is fair enough photographing the thing if if you are just a very unlucky person yes if you are i would say that it is fair to document it and it was one of him just looking sad when he was ill (laughs) (laughs) looking at it looked like he had a cravat on because it was taken from under the chin this is me being ill did he send me that picture (laughs) probably yeah Yeah, i I, I sent it to a few people it was it was quite something he did look quite sad to be yeah Oh, poor bugger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I doubt he's listening, but if he yeah. is, you fooled no one, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're all allowed to be ill. Don't be so cruel. Yeah, all right. Sorry. Yes, yeah. sorry. <laughs> you do you, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Take care be of yourself. yourself. Yeah. yeah. The world won't look after you. Yeah. You have to. <laughs> <laughs> have you any other terrible jobs that you've done? Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But again, it depends. Do you, uh, so, towards the end of the uh, brutal drinking, 
yeah. around the drinking from the shower stage, yeah. I decided <laughs> to become a, a trainee teacher. Nice. <laughs> so I was, because um, I, I thought if I'm a teacher, then I'll know what I am. People say, oh, that's Sean the teacher. Yeah. And I'd done teaching, but what I hadn't done before was school teaching. Yeah. I love teaching, but only if people want to be there. Yeah. If you teach at universities or if you teach English or foreign language, if they don't want to come in, they can just fuck off, you know. Yeah. But no one cares. Yeah. And so the people in the class actually want to be there. Yeah. So I went from that to being in various secondary schools in the Kent area. Ah, secondary. Yeah. yeah. But they're sort of worse than comprehensives because you've still got the grammar yeah. system. So they're not. it's not just a mix of everyone, it's just the failures. Right, I see. I had one class where this, uh, can I say her name? Uh, I mean, if you want it. Not many people listen to us, to be honest. (laughs) There there was a girl called Bluebell Brazil. Yeah. It sounds made up, but that was her actual name. Wow. And she went mad in class. and We had a stand-up round, and she stormed out. Yeah. And one of the other teachers said, oh, you handled that pretty well, but some members of staff should have thrown that chair. (laughs) (laughs) so that was nice yeah and then there was another school they taught French yeah and they passed around a drawing of me and I knew it was me because it was uh, someone who looked a bit like me smoking in front of the Eiffel Tower yeah and it was labelled as it had gay ears what? gay ears (laughs) the drawing was just labelled gay ears yeah oh well I mean it's nice to get a nickname isn't it? yeah and I said this to another teacher. She said, oh, don't worry, it doesn't mean necessarily homosexual. It just means rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> That's sort of made it worse, <laughs> if anything. Yeah. So that was quite horrible, working there. Yeah. How long were you there for? Well, overall, the whole thing was about a year. Obviously. Oh, okay. <clears throat> uh, was, was there a specific incident that made you quit? Well, failing. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they said I could come back and try again the next year, but because of my heart wasn't really in it in the first place. Yeah. I didn't. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine anything worse than secondary. Yeah. Because as you said, like, I suppose college onwards, you want to be there. Yeah. And then primary school, you kind of, you're still looking up to adults yeah most kids actually love school at primary school they really enjoy it and they want to learn stuff yeah uh but secondary school you just yeah. I was a bit dis- end, yeah i mean they were definitely i was just a bit disappointed as well with their lack of imagination i mean gay ears that was pretty good <laughs> another time this note went round and i intercepted and it just said say mafia to sir because my nickname was Mafia, I think, because right. I wore suits and had dark hair. and it was. Don't all teachers have to wear suits? Well, apparently I look like a mafioso. But that yeah. was it, just say Mafia, sir, that was there. That's not a bad nickname, is it? No, really? exactly, it's just rubbish, isn't it? It's not. Yeah, because well, we had a teacher, and we used to call him um, C. Quinn, because Why? he was called Christopher Quinn. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, that's not bad, yeah. Yeah, and thinking about it, he was only 23, so <laughs> he was like a trainee teacher, and people just kept saying he was gay, and he got really <laughs> upset. And he was like, I live with my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it was quite funny, actually, but um, yeah. just, you know, kind of cruel as well. Yeah. He was only a young man. I and mean, we had a teacher, who was, his nickname was Wanker Jeans. <laughs> 
everyone reckoned he'd been caught on a school trip with one leg on the table wanking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a proper nickname. Yeah. It's better than mafia, but we were grammar, you see, so it was uh, that <laughs> yeah. extra level of intelligence. <laughs> Damn. We had, um, oh no, I won't say that one. Ah, oh, fuck it. <laughs> we, <laughs> we had a, uh, there was a band at school called the Kirkham Bulge because mm. we had a teacher called Mr. Kirkham. Mm. Uh, and it was rumoured that he had a, a large uh, penis. Yeah. So a band. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, how was it known? That he, presumably you could see the bulge. So. Well, yeah. I mean, he never taught me. So was it so a rumour at all or was it just that he... It might have just been three <laughs> lads. Have a cop. <laughs> yeah, because there's three lads as well, so it wasn't like there was no. I can't imagine there was much in the way of attraction there. They were no. just trying to embarrass him. Yeah, and he didn't realise it either. Can you imagine if he's listening to this, going, "Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they called the name that." <laughs> As he sits there caressing his penis <laughs> <Yeah>. with trousers. <laughs> but yes, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's very inappropriate. Yeah. Um, yeah. Any other bad jobs? <laughs> there might be some others that come to me if yeah. you want to cut away and maybe come back to That's it. fine. I mean, we can cut away to uh, good jobs. Okay. Uh, you know. Yeah. My, I mean, my current job's pretty good. The, the driving job was pretty good. Yeah. Apart from... The floristry one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apart from, as I say, the getting lost and uh, <clears throat> yeah. taking the signs off the roof. Did you do much in the way of, like, arranging or anything? Oh, like no, I had nothing to do with that. Just driving? Yeah. But the main, you know, the nicest thing was that when people saw you, yeah, it was normally they were happy to see you. Yeah. Or even if it was a funeral, at least you'd you'd turned up on time, so you'd taken some worry out of the day. Yeah. So they were glad you were there. Yeah. Which is not the case in all jobs, as, well, as yeah, you may have noticed yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike secondary school teaching, where they are not glad that you're there. Yeah, yeah. Unless they're going to do pictures of you. Yeah. Or laugh at your yeah. cock. <laughs> yeah, in which case. Yeah. So I suppose they can do that when you're not there as well, can't they? Yeah. Yeah. It's more of a dare, isn't it, when it's it next yeah. to you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose. I did, I, mean, I then went on, I did have another job. I worked at... Uh, I worked for Safeways, as was, or Morrison's, oh, yeah. and my mum had worked there. And again, it was the same. It was just ugh, turn up really hungover, yeah. drink at lunchtime, come back and pull really heavy loads around yeah. after <laughs> four or five pints. <laughs> and, yeah, that sort of thing. Smoked like a bastard. Yeah. Was mm-hmm. that around super drug time? No, no, no. This was much later. So this oh, was, okay. This was while I was waiting to go and start the school. Right, I see. So yeah, does I was that... running out of options. <laughs> does that fall into good or bad job category? Oh, it's a horrible, terrible uh, job. Why specifically? Well, just because, I mean, because I was so just relentlessly feeling poorly. <laughs> but equally, while I was, you know, there's... <clears throat> I'm going to... If your listeners have... Um, <laughs> Because most people, you know, the goal is to have a job that really stretches you. Yeah. And you, you something you like and you're good at mm-hmm. and it challenges you. Yeah. The second best is a really rubbish job. Mm-hmm. Like, where you can always be automated and it's all... So, like, cleaning can sometimes be like that or yeah. fruit picking or labouring. Yeah. But the worst jobs are where 
they're shit, but they're not so automatic that you still you have to still concentrate. Yeah. And work like supermarkets are like that. Mm-hmm. And also everyone tracks your time to the minute. So you can't just, you're only allowed a break at this time and it's when it suits them. And, yeah. And all that with a hangover. Is yeah. <laughs> what I believe they call it a perfect storm. <laughs> <laughs> Fair dues. Yeah. And um, you know you're better than the job, but you can't say that. Yeah. Because you'll alienate all your colleagues yeah it seems arrogant yeah because it? it is yeah but, but sometimes <laughs> it's true and also you need the money so you can't just jack it in yeah fair enough i've never worked for a supermarket i don't recommend it no they wouldn't have me i've applied really? to. they wouldn't have me why not uh i don't know weather spoons also they wouldn't have me no, that's... Uh, which is insulting yes really because <laughs> uh, i've seen the people that work there and i could totally do that job but. of course you could. yeah i mean i think anyone could yeah uh but i you know i'm not bitter it's i've got over it it's fine good um, i don't yeah. want to work there anyway no oh. um. <laughs> screw you tim martin yeah you let a good one go there <laughs> Any weird magazine. <laughs> Isn't he just trying to, like, source only British alcohol now? Yeah, pretty much. Because that is going to be the worst pub ever. Yeah. Isn't it? Yes. Yeah. All I mean, that fine British wine. <laughs> well, there's the fine wine. There's the, the sparkling wine, obviously. Yeah. Even, you know, I remember from my days as a drinker, when we came up to London, <clears throat> we'd always go to a Sam Smith's pub. Because yeah. it was cheap. Yes. And you could normally get a seat. Yeah. But where even the Sam Smith pubs used to fall down was the strong continental lager. Yes. <laughs> I Inga Brown, it'd be a bit rubbish because it's homemade. It's not a proper brand. No, it tastes foul, but it's like £2, isn't it? Yeah. So, but so making that your your goal for all your products. <laughs> it's just the only British, idea. even for things that British people famously can't make. Yeah. That's not going to work, I don't think. No. It's not, but I mean, uh, we you know, Brexit means Brexit. It sure it? does. <laughs> Brexit <laughs> means misery. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. Right, there's a uh, Sam Smith's pub was uh, my local back <coughs> home, mm. uh, and I remember they had one roll of toilet paper for both <laughs> the ladies and the gents. <laughs> so if it wasn't in your toilet, you had yeah. to ask someone at the bar right, yeah. to go into the one and get it. Well, so, could that just be a North thing? Uh, we're not that backwards as no as I know it's just the Sam Smith's pubs in London I went there they never seem inflict, they never seem to afflict mm. it with that yeah but I mean London's got a lot of resources hasn't it in, yeah for the Sam Smith's pubs yeah, yeah. all that tax dollar going into <laughs> buying toilet rolls for Sam Smith's pubs exactly it's um yeah thank you Thatcher <laughs> Also, uh, yes. in that pub, someone was like, yeah, have you got your gay dog with you? <laughs> <laughs> it was a Westie, which I don't think is a particularly gay dog. I suppose not. It's, it's no. all relative, isn't it? It is. <laughs> uh, what is a gay dog, anyway? No, a, do- a dog that a, a, a stereotypically gay man yeah. might promenade. <laughs> yeah. I like was... Dick Emery, that's what <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, anyway, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sam Smith's yeah. serves a purpose. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I would knock it. We the one. If anyone's listening again, mm. the Chandos. 
where yeah. we used to go. Where, whereabouts in London? Where is it? Well, exactly. So we'd have a walking job. We were in the middle of London. Yeah. But we wouldn't have huge amounts of money. So we and we wanted to drink basically all day. Yeah. And to get rid of the walking job after an hour and a half. Yeah. Hide from them, <laughs> and then get back to the coach. And it's just off Trafalgar Square. Ah. Is that road that goes up from Trafalgar Square to Covent Garden? Yes. And it's right there, and it's a mm. Sam Smith pub. So it's like. Yeah. It's like inflation never happened. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it is. I remember you say we said this about the Sam Smith pub back mm. home, uh, that there's just an open sewer <laughs> running down the back, and they <laughs> just right. say, I'll have a pint, please, and they'll just get it mm. get the, and just dip the glass in and just serve you that for £2. That was our theory. Yeah. As to um, <laughs> what uh, they were serving. Again, that's a North thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's all the same booze, isn't it? Yeah, but it's the people, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Northerners aren't all that bad. Well, no, but Just I know that all the all the good ones come here, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I'm here. Exactly. Mm-hmm. A little backhanded compliment there. <laughs> well, thank you. Not at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, other other good jobs. Other good jobs. Ooh. So, I mean, when I could get away with it, the um, teaching English as a foreign language was a lot of fun. Yeah. So, I mean, I, especially when I started out, I wasn't qualified. I, I got qualified later and I got sober. But at the time, I wasn't qualified, so it was just messing around with your mates, really, mm. getting paid for it. And, you know, if your friend was in the classroom next door, passing obscene messages under the door <laughs> that he would understand, but the students wouldn't. Yeah. And, um, you yeah, know, I remember calling my, my mate in. Because what we you know when you get the students to make those name tags, yeah, and they have to write their names on it and stand in front of them. And one of them was a Portuguese guy called Joachim. Mm. So he just wrote his name down as Quim. Yeah. So you know that was worth. I went next door and got my friend in, and we just laughed at him, and then we yeah. took him quietly outside and said, "Your name means Fanny." <laughs> I uh, yeah, but he really broke the day. Yeah, it broke the day up. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's kind of you. Yeah. Did, did you ever do that thing where you teach them, um, like, rude words and tell them that it meant something normal? Not so much there. While I was in Russia, that was where I first got teaching experience. Yeah. And my friend worked at a different school, and he claimed that he used to make up words mm. and teach them. He taught them words like big full. Yeah. Bigless. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, that was also that was another amusing experience because um, I was working at the conservatoire, so all of the students were music students. Yeah, they were learning English for music purposes, and I had a friend there because he was going to take over a class for me. Yeah, so we were going round. I was like, "My name is Olga, and I play piano. My name is Sergei, and I play violin." Mm. And then one guy just stood up and he goes, "My name is Boris, and I play the faggot." <laughs> Which, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't script that. No, what did he mean? I think bassoon or oboe. <laughs> Aye, of course. <laughs> but we didn't care, we just laughed and Yeah. Again, Aww. yeah. So those were good jobs in that yeah. respect. It didn't feel like work. Yeah. Why were you in Russia? I was a, a languages student. Oh, okay. I had a year in Russia. Nice. And I also had a little part-time sideline, another yeah. good job. Selling T-shirts to tourists on yeah. the street corner. So basically, it was a fly picture, <laughs> <laughs> and we we got some good money out of that. 
what was your setup for those? Was it like a, a blanket on the floor kind of thing? Basically, a big. My mate had a holdall. Yeah. <laughs> and we had all the t-shirts in those, and we'd lie them out. Yeah. And one of us would keep an eye on the bouncer at the hotel who didn't want us messing up there. Their front because you, you yeah. go and be near the hotel because that was where the money change was, so where yeah. all the tourists were. Um, and then one would be watching the police box down there, and then as people came past, you'd knock out these t shirts. Yeah, and we, we had about five left, and we sold them to the French Navy. Yeah, <coughs> they were in town for, for a, a naval thing. Yeah, what was on the t shirts? Well, oh, rubbish things normally. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, the favorite was always the party's over. Yeah. With a picture of Yeltsin. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. Or a picture of Lenin. Yeah. And some really tacky tourist rubbish. Yeah. And we, we tell those yeah. to tourists. Did you ever keep one for yourself? No. Cause they, mainly because they were rubbish. Yeah. And also because we stopped being able to get the good ones. Ah, uh, okay. Some were less rubbish than others. Yeah. I mean, you should never start using your own. <coughs> Supply. Yeah, exactly. Don't get, don't get high off your own <laughs> supply. <laughs> Very good advice, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> did did you always dream of uh, working in the financial sector as a child? or? Uh... No. no it, was, it was one job I always swore I would never do. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> what did you want to be as a kid? Um, I had no real idea. I mean, I was... I assumed when I was 14 or something that I would be um, either a market trader or a city trader, and I genuinely had no idea which one it would be. I knew yeah. I couldn't do anything practical. I know you're a very practical person. You're a trained mm-hmm. carpenter, aren't you? Yeah. I would have been you know, hopeless. That I couldn't cut a piece of wood straight. I could just about wire up a plug. There was never. I was never going to go into a trade. I was working class. Mm-hmm. And at the time, the options for working class people were going to the city and earn a fortune by shouting like a monkey. Yeah. Or you could do the same thing in Herne Bay Market. Yeah. <laughs> with T-shirts. So I had no idea, really. I, I, I knew I wanted to go to university, so I just did that. Yeah. Then I was going to be an academic. Mm-hmm. So that what? was the nearest to I came to having a plan. What does an academic do? No stuff. Yeah, that's it. You've got it. <laughs> you get paid. <laughs> you know money. stuff. You read books. You yeah. write about books. Yeah. And then you teach people about the more commercial end of the books you know about. Right. I like it. So it would be the uni that yeah. employs you. Yes. Cool. Yeah. So I did some of that. I worked in a couple of universities. Uh, my. It was a good job, but I suppose my claim to fame in that job was I made up a word in French while teaching. <laughs> so, yeah, Go I, was, on. Well, I had to teach. Normally I taught in English because I'd first yeah. years and they were lazy. Yeah. But this particular class I was covering from my tutor, my supervisor. Mm-hmm. And it was a fourth year class. It was finalists. Yeah. And you had to teach it all in French. Yeah. And I just got this mental block. Get, I just couldn't remember the word for mixture. Yeah. So I said, uh, you know, il y a comme une um, mixture. And I just said mixture in yeah. a French accent. Yeah. And I thought, I'll just I'll bluff it out. Yeah. Did uh, you get away with it? Yeah. 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 I think so. Yeah. Oh, no. Certainly no one challenged me. said, I think you've made that word up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you basically uh, treated it as though you're on 
holiday uh, with a phrase book. Yes, it was very much that. Except for, you know, instead of ordering three beers, yeah, we were talking about questions of memory and Holocaust survivors' guilt. Yeah, yeah. Which I often talk about yeah. um, on holiday, on holiday yeah. in the works of Patrick Modiano. But other than that, <laughs> two people in shops. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was, other than that, it's like a GCSE oral. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, how we laughed. Yeah, uh, we. Do that. Were you so with GCSE? Were you allowed to have your piece of paper with it written down in front of you in your oral exam? No, no, no. I don't think you were. So they get, they go, did you, what, were you? Yeah. Oh, right. Wow, because I, I, when I went into A-level French, mm. I was like, oh, I, I can't speak French, so yeah. I give up. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I don't think you were. I mean, it was obviously, a, we've established it was a very long time ago and you weren't <laughs> even born. Yeah. And I, my school made us do French a year early. So I did my yeah. French GCSE in, what, 1989? Yeah. But now you have to learn this, and then they give you a little prompt card mm-hmm. in English. It'd be like, I don't know. Say you want a tizer. <laughs> say you want a ham sandwich. Say the bubbles have gone up your nose. That sort of thing. Yeah. You have to say these three things. Yeah. To a teacher who's pretending to be a waiter. Yeah. <laughs> and that was it. But no, you couldn't take notes in. Yeah. Damn. Wow. Yeah. There, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember going on the French exchange. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, because you get taught very simple phrases, don't you? So, yeah. like, uh, I play the guitar, uh, and, and I like chicken, but I don't like beef. Yes. Uh, and I said those things on MSN <laughs> Messenger. Uh, and as I arrived, uh, every meal that we ate was chicken. Uh, yeah. <laughs> every single one. Uh, <laughs> which is kind of them, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, and then we went to, uh, so there's another French person who also had an English exchange student yeah. who was a nice person, but we weren't really friends. No. You know, she was just... Mm. I mean, we became friends because we had to be. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> we were all at this house. There was maybe about 10 people, 15 people at this house, and they brought a guitar out. Yeah. Now, I couldn't really play the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> they switched the telly off. Everyone yeah. turned the chairs around to To watch. listen to you playing guitar. And... What I came up with was incredibly underwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Do you recall? Oh, God, I think it was just like the White Stripes, Seven Nation Army. Oh, yeah. Like, bing, <laughs> bing. Um, oh, it was really, really poor, embarrassingly mm. poor. Uh, and they just sort of switched the telly back on and everyone kind of slowly turned <laughs> away. Uh, and it was one of the worst experiences of my life. Mm. Um, I can can imagine that. Yeah, but this isn't about me. (laughs) (laughs) This is... uh, It's all about me. Yeah, what's your most uh, embarrassing French experience? My most embarrassing French experience? Curveball. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I I was... I'm sorry, I've not talked about the shittest job of all. I don't know if we've got time, have we? How are we doing for time? Yeah, Yeah, so the shittest job of all was um, more buying and selling... Yeah. Saying so, I was um, when I was a graduate student at Edinburgh before I started getting teaching work. Yeah, I got some part time work, and it was essentially selling roses in nightclubs. Oh, okay. And I started my first night was in Glasgow, <laughs> and then my boss, because he did he did it for Valentine's Day, and he yeah. said, "No, we're going to carry on with this." Yeah. I want you to go to Falkirk. Yeah. And I used to go to Falkirk 
In, yeah. But first of all, I'd start in the rough bit of Edinburgh. Yeah. I got I got kicked up the arse there once. While I was, <laughs> and then I'd go to Falkirk, and it was a nightclub where they sold they served 14-year-olds yeah. alcohol in glass bottles, and they had pool cues. Oh, God. And I once went to the toilets to count my money. Yeah. And the bouncers kicked the door in because they thought I was dealing drugs. And then when they <laughs> saw what I was doing, it was hilarious. And I was their mate from then on. Yeah. Well, I was just terrified. <laughs> <laughs> Did you shift many roses? <laughs> Loads. Really? <laughs> yeah. I either thought people would just tell you fuck off. No, well, you would think that. But again, it was because you've got very unsophisticated 14-year-old uh, provincial Scots. Yeah. And they're thinking, if I buy that girl a rose... Yeah. Got to be worth at least a snog. Yeah. Maybe get to finger her. Yeah. So that was that was the economy I was working in. Yeah, I suppose. And so, yeah, I would shift quite a lot. It wasn't bad money. Yeah. Well, yeah, I suppose it is uh, romantic if you were in a rom-com. Yeah. It was romantic in a very soulless and <laughs> <laughs> pragmatic way. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, well, oh, that's really sad. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, what made me think about was in Paris, I also, I was building on my experience of selling T-shirts. Yeah. I used to sell soft drinks in parks. <laughs> I did a bit of busking. Rucksack. Oh, no, I had a cool bag. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Professional. <laughs> Geared up to it. And um, yeah, I did that for all. That was in France. And I had a job there. I worked in WH Smith Paris. Oh, okay. I had a month there. Mm-hmm. And I was on time once in 22 days. Well done. <laughs> and I learned how to catch pigeons. Why? Well, so I was in the warehouse. Ah, oh, okay. And the warehouse was in the cellar. Mm-hmm. And so the books would come down a, a chute. They'd come yeah. down like a ramp. One day a pigeon fell down the ramp and was too stupid to get back out. Yeah. But clever enough to fly around shitting on all the books. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to catch the pigeon in a box yeah and take it back out how did you catch the pigeon in a box so basically we waited for it to land like pretty much how you catch a fly in in a glass Uh, or a spider but with a big crate you throw a crate on the pigeon yeah get a bit of cardboard under it (laughs) and then carry it gingerly up the stairs and and release it wow yeah yeah so that was a a three-person job but yeah I was I was on time once, and I was in walking distance of work. It's not like London; you can <laughs> afford to live in the centre of Paris, really? quite low money. Oh. And I was still only on time once. <laughs> That's it, don't it? Like the kid that lives closest to school is always late. Very true. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I remember having to catch a pigeon once at work. Oh yeah. Uh, I didn't catch the pigeon; it got into the toilet, so I just locked the door behind me and uh, <laughs> for it to die. out of order, <laughs> and then let someone else deal with it on the desk. Oh, I so it did, it did escape eventually. You did I just, hope so. Yeah. I mean, the business has closed down now. So <laughs> it's definitely dead. <laughs> the ghost of that pigeon still haunts it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I hope it did get out. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, and on the on the subject of death. Yes. Um, <laughs> we can talk about the um, the worst jobs from history. I'd uh, love that. I'm taken from this book by Balderick. Oh, yes. Um, it was a... The Balderick. Yeah, The Balderick. Yeah. Uh, it was a Channel 4 series. Um, what was the series called, Catherine? It was called uh, Worst Jobs in History, 2,000 Years of Miserable Employment by Tony Robinson. Okay. Um, I just feel like I should declare where I'm getting my yeah, information yeah. from. 
yeah. buy the book or just listen to this podcast. <laughs> Every week. Yeah, <laughs> like maybe a fifth of the way through. So just, okay, yeah. this is how I'm trying to build a loyal listenership. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> through reading them books. Um, <laughs> but uh, one of the worst jobs uh, in, in the uh, the Tudor period uh, mm. was that of the executioner. Uh, do you feel like you would excel as an executioner? I feel I'd be very bad as an yeah. executioner. <laughs> Why? What? What? I'm really squeamish. Uh, um, I don't. It, I imagine it would be quite a laddish job as well. <laughs> I'm really not laddish. Yeah. My last job was spoiled by excess laddishness. Yeah. Oh, what? It, it was for a council, but it was working on. Um, it was being an accountant in the um, traded works team. Ah. So everyone else was like a plumber or an electrician or a carpenter. I see. And I and they all everyone was a football fan. They all love football, and I had nothing to add any value to any of that. Fair enough. <laughs> so and then I got some numbers wrong. It was just uh, yeah, pretty much hated it. It really depressed me. <laughs> that job. Oh no. So and well, it was in Peckham, but it probably wasn't as bad <laughs> as being an executioner. No, specifically in the Tudor times. Oh, really? What made it worse in the Tudor times? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I suppose there's uh, um, it, you were a, a social pariah, like, right? Okay. No one liked you. Oh, really? There was yeah. no no respect. There was no grudging respect. Yeah, because I always assumed that it would be like quite a, a sort of high class job. Yeah, but I mean, they just. Uh, you got given the clothes of the person you'd just killed to right. sell. Yeah. Like, and they, used to, they also used to sell the noose, um, <laughs> which is where the phrase money for old rope comes is from. Is that right? Uh, yeah, because apparently it was lucky. Like, oh. Obviously not for the person it had just no. <laughs> killed. Is that something you learned from this book where you yeah. just added value? No, yeah, well, from this book. Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> get your lucky nooses. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like, cause what was the thinking that a piece of rope that had been directly responsible for the death of a criminal was lucky? Yeah, I have no idea okay. how it was lucky, but I mean, mm. I suppose people. I listen to true crime podcasts, so people like, yeah, they like sick stuff. Yeah, really. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, like, well, it, it was, if I offered to sell you Fred West's shirt, yeah, would you think I'm going to have that? Well, That's I mean, lucky. Uh, no, no, it's probably not very lucky. It depends how much you're selling it for. But I, mm. I imagine you could get quite a high price as a expert <coughs> t-shirt salesman. Yeah, well, yeah, I know the biz. Yeah. <laughs> I know what the margins are. <laughs> um, the thing was, it was more, not many people got the axe because that was quite a nice way to really? die. Yeah, because, oh. I mean, uh, it took them a few chops to yeah. get your head off. But that was like reserved for nobility. Mm. Uh, normal people just got hung, hanged, yeah, hanged. But like not so that it would break your neck. They oh. just leave you to yeah. sort of sort of like suffocate, asphyxiate. Yeah, yeah. But it's yeah, it take like ten to minutes to half an hour. Oh, really? Because the trap was quite a late. That's what breaks your neck, isn't it? It's the suddenness of the drop. Yeah. And that was quite a late invention. Didn't they just used to put you on a cart and then drive the cart away? <laughs> yeah. I think. But so. I think early doors, they yeah. just do it kicking the stool out and then they're like, I know what we can yeah. do. <laughs> Let's get them all to stand in this cart. Yeah. <laughs> but I like uh, I like here 
how it says as well that uh, they drag you uh, mm. to the gallows, right behind a horse. <coughs> so you're probably already hurting from that. Yeah. Um, but I like how in here it says that uh, you would be um, eyes bulging, legs kicking, and the humiliating loss of bladder and bowel control. Yeah. As though that is what you would be worried yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> be quite low down the list, I yeah. would have thought. How embarrassing yeah. I shit myself in <laughs> yeah. front of these strangers. If ever I get free from this, I'm going to be red-faced. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. you do, yeah. Also, where the term hangers-on came from. Oh, yeah. Which I don't know about. Uh, so you'd just get your mates to pull on your legs, try and end it sooner. Oh, yeah. Uh, which I imagine they probably won't want to do if you shit yourself. I was going to say, yeah, maybe that was why the humiliation was. Yeah. Because <laughs> your, your hangers-on would be like, no, you're on it. <laughs> As if it wasn't bad enough, I'm dying. <laughs> I've just shat on my mum. Yeah, so it was not... Oh, also, because people, people's mates would be... Because everyone knew who the, the executioner was. Mm. People would be really annoyed that you'd killed their friends. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, like, they got, people would try and kill the executioners. So, <laughs> one guy here, George Cornett Joyce, yeah. the man who executed King Charles I, was so terrified when Charles II was restored to the throne, he started a new life in Ashby de la Zouche as a woman called Jane Joyce. <laughs> All right. Uh, he got found out and was quickly killed. <laughs> um, oh. So, I feel like if he had began his new life as a man, it yeah. might have lasted a bit longer. Absolutely. Is this a good time to mention the Holocaust? I mean, if you want to. Well, I, I just wanted to tie a few threads together. We're talking about killing. Yeah. And um, one of the books I read, one of my specialisms, mm-hmm. was Holocaust literature, which oh, was pretty okay. cheerful. Yeah, sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> I read this book, and it's about a case that came up where basically they started finding out all these people who were pretending to have been heroes of the resistance yeah. had exa- had actually collaborated. And there was one guy, and he'd been a civil servant in Bordeaux, yeah. and he'd said he was a, in the resistance, and actually he'd been a massive Nazi. Really? And on one occasion, and this is why it's relevant to France and jobs and murder, yeah. he sent... The Nazis sent back some Jews because he sent them too many Jews. Really? Yeah. He was that keen to impress the Nazis. Maurice Papon. Yeah. He was that keen to impress the Nazis that he sent them too many Jews. Yeah. And they said, these are the wrong kind of Jews. Yeah. We've not asked for these ones yet. How are they the wrong kind? At the time, the Nazis were only killing foreign Jews in Uh. France. And he sent them some French Jews, or they weren't yet working on the kids. And yeah. he'd sent them some kids. And they basically sent some Jews back. Damn. You'd have thought, if you'd have gone to all the effort of getting them, they Well, yeah. Uh... But you know Germans sticklers for efficiency. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they love a rule, don't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I wonder if... Well, I hope those people managed to survive it. I do. I hope they got a second chance. Yeah. But, you so know, they're someone who obviously love their job. Yeah. <laughs> it's always nice to see someone who enjoys their yeah. work, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's nice the initiative rewarded. <laughs> maybe not in that sense. No, maybe not. So, I was reading a book about um, the uh, SOE, uh, which was like British spies yes. being sent to France. Mm. Uh, and there were some women who had been 
uh, put into a prison, sort of the wrong prison, yeah, uh, in Germany, and they could have hidden there and just been forgotten, and yeah. they would have survived the war. Uh, but the woman running the prison was like, "No, no, they're not meant <laughs> to be here for more than two weeks," and got them all killed, oh. just for efficiency reasons. Yeah. Um, so, was a terrible thing. It <laughs> isn't is. It? But, I mean, civil service is a terrible thing as well. That's, all of these people are essentially civil servants. Yeah. And they go from working in planning departments for roads or how much salt you need. Yeah. To, oh, all of a sudden you're in charge of Jews. Yeah. But they apply exactly the same thing. And I think they don't realise what they're doing. It's like, oh, hang on. That's yeah. quite bad. Yeah. I should have done that. Yeah. Oh, hey ho! <laughs> I was just following orders. Yes, damn the rules. Yeah, which yeah. I don't think is adequate I excuse. Don't. No. Uh, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So I'm, I feel I've brought this to a, a bit of a downer. Uh, well, no, I mean it's uh, we lest we not forget. I lest don't know. Lest we forget. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Don't. Um, yeah. I mean, has anyone mentioned? In your podcast, I'm aware I'm older than many people, mm-hmm. but it's mainly about comedians, isn't it? Has anyone mentioned Peter Cook? No. No. Would you like to mention Peter Cook? I would love to mention Peter Cook because he and Dudley Moore did yeah. an extended sketch called The Worst Job I Ever Had. Yeah. <clears throat> and Peter claimed that the worst job he had ever had was pulling lobsters out of Catherine Man- out of Jane Mansfield's arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, I'm surprised no one else has picked up on it. No. Worst job I ever had was, yeah. Was it? Lovely girl. <laughs> but it was my job to pull these fucking lobsters out of her arsehole. <laughs> and it, it goes on in that vein. Yeah. They are very drunk when they do this. And, I see. <laughs> and egging each drunk. other on. To, oh, yeah, actually drunk, yeah. And egging each other on to be obscene and offensive. Yeah. Well, when we hang up this yeah. podcast... <laughs> you, Get um, on that. Get on and listen to it. Yeah, I will. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I know shockingly little about historical uh, comedy or mm. American comedy. Okay. So there we go. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, I think that is pretty much uh, us done there. Uh, this will be going out in May. Okay. Do you have anything you want to plug? I should have probably mentioned this before we started recording. Um. Oh, now you've put me on the spot. Well, it'll be year-end, Catherine, so obviously I'll be busy doing audits. Yeah, the financial... So, you know, thoughts and prayers for anyone doing audit. Yeah. And, you know, as an atheist, I say that extremely sincerely. Yeah, so if you want to turn up and watch yeah. uh, Sean <laughs> watch me audit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and if anyone out there is a junior auditor and you're getting sent to my firm, don't piss me off. Yeah. Basically. Strong words. (laughs) (laughs) Softly spoken. (laughs) Well, uh, thank you and goodbye. Thank you.